Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you grow your career and your portfolio to the next level. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of building that muscle of decision-making and really getting into a place where you're both strong and comfortable and confident making really important decisions. It's critical, regardless of you're actively operating, you're passive investing, you're running a family, you're doing anything in between. It's one of the most valuable skills that anybody can have. And we're going to talk about that right here. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. So the topic of decision-making is one that is super critical Yet so many of us just blow past it as if it's something that we don't need to spend a lot of time focused on. The reason why it's so critical is that every day our life is based on the decisions that we make. What time will we wake up? What are the habits that we're going to install? What are we going to do repeatedly? And how are we going to take the time to both make money in our career or business and then invest that money into real estate or other investment vehicles to then create wealth to be able to live the life that we actually want to live. All of this comes down to decisions, and yet so many of us are making those decisions by default. And so it's really important for us to remember this old adage that the best leaders are decisive. They make decisions quickly. They get clear on what they want and why they want it, and they're operating again from that level of clarity. It makes the process of making a decision much easier, and it actually makes you more confident, and it puts you into a place to be able to gain the skills to be more competent to have the skills to then be even more confident to be able to go out and do the things that are most important. So where can we start? When it comes to decision-making, one of the first rules of decision-making is number one, you need to start by making important decisions on paper. Am I talking about when you're deciding what you're going to get for lunch down at the restaurant or what coffee you're going to get this morning? No. Absolutely not. Small decisions are ones that you can work through a process in your head. But when it comes to a big decision, when it comes to something that has a lot of weight and is really important and is going to make a big difference for you and your family, then you want to make those decisions on paper. And one of the big reasons why is it allows you to organize your way of thinking. It allows you to organize your thoughts into one space that you can work from. And it prevents this idea of looping. We all know what that's like. I've seen both passive investors we've worked with as well as high performance coaching clients all go through this problem of cycling on an idea over and over and over and over again, always wondering, am I making the right decision? Did I go down the right path and second guessing? And what this process does of doing this on paper and getting really clear, it allows you to prevent yourself from doing that looping by creating this barrier, this barrier that you're able to look at the paper and really work through step-by-step step exactly what's most important. And that leads into step two. The second most important thing, and something I harp on quite frequently, it's because so many of us are pretty poor at it. And I know that from personal experience. You know, I grew up learning a lot of great skills, but getting really clear and making great decisions was not necessarily something that they taught us in school. And I feel like a lot of you guys are both experiencing and feeling the same thing. 
So at the end of the day, what can we do and what will allow us to make better decisions is getting clear on what we want and why we want it. So what is that goal, that outcome, the thing that we're actually looking to achieve or experience in our life? And the why is our purpose. It's that driver. It's the reason. It's the purpose behind what it is that we actually want. So we can get clear on what we want and why we want it we will be in such a stronger position to make decision. This is true if you're running a family, if you've got a couple of kids and you're looking to live a life that is simpler, being able to make decisions and be clear on what's important to you and your family, absolutely critical. It's just as critical if you're running a syndication business, you're trying to decide, is this a deal that fits my criteria or is this a deal that fits it? Should I say no to both or should I say yes to both? Getting clear on what you want, why you want, are the core of understanding what your values are. And when we understand what our values are, we understand what it is that we're going after. It makes life that much easier to say a clear yes or a clear no. And when we can do that, we end up freeing up all this energy that allows us to be able to move forward into the world to go out and do great things. The third thing, once we're clear on what we want and why we want it, the third thing is that we want to sit down and brainstorm all of the potential ideas that we have that could help us achieve those what and those whys, those goals and that purpose. What is it that we could do to achieve that? So why is this relevant to you? Well, if you're running a business, you know that you've gone through a goal exercise in the past, but likely you've fallen short because you've been missing some important information. Well, this is one of the ways that you can add that information. If you're a passive investor, one of the biggest problems that I see with most investors that I speak with is they're not really clear on what they want or why they want it. And therefore, they're not in a position ready to make a decision when a deal comes out. And that's what's so great about being able to have investor intro calls and be able to spend some time working with you one on one to be clear and ask those questions to help coach you through that process for you to decide what it is that you're looking for and then be able to easily choose, hey, this is a good fit for me. So we're going to brainstorm those ideas. When you're brainstorming, I encourage you to not judge the idea until later in the process. It's super critical. Get those ideas down onto paper. And what this might look like is I might make a decision to openly write down something that I know is a terrible idea that I'm, I'm judging, even though I'm not supposed to be judging it, just to get an idea down and then open up a new bullet point, you know, circle something on your paper, create that little dot so that your mind is ready for that next thing to come out. So you're going to brainstorm these ideas. And then what you're actually going to do, step four, is you're going to evaluate those ideas on how they do at achieving those goals or those outcomes that you want. Which ones do they help achieve? And what is the upside? And what is the downside? So a great example is if I'm a passive investor and I'm looking at a couple different real estate type deals and I'm going through this process of deciding what kind of deals am I looking for, I might have the outcome of, I'm looking to create cash flow that one year from now that gives me the ability to replace my income in five years. I might be looking to double the size of my real estate investing portfolio in the next five years. I might be looking to take four vacations a year and then I'll prioritize that. And when I'm brainstorming the ideas, I might have a list of different types of investments. Maybe it's an equity growth investment that's returning 17 to 23% 
annually. Maybe it's a cash flow hybrid deal that's producing some cash flow up front and producing a 13 to 17% IRR or annual return on the back end. Maybe it's a long-term legacy deal that is producing some continuous cash flow, but it's something you're going to hold on to for the next 10 years. Well, I might write those down as those different ideas, those different options for me to choose from. And then what that can do, what that can actually give me is an opportunity to then be able to evaluate what are the upsides of these and what are the downsides. Then after going through that process, step five is to actually then see how can I mitigate those downsides? How can I cover my downside? Richard Branson, quite famously, when starting Virgin Airlines, went to Boeing and said, hey, I've got this great idea. I want to start an airline. One of the biggest risks to starting an airline is you're buying these airplanes or you're leasing these airplanes and you're committed to a long-term lease. What did they do? They looked at their list of what the objectives were. They looked at their list and they got clear on what it was that they wanted, why they wanted, and they got clear with, this is the downside of us starting an airline. And they said, well, hey, how can we cap that? And what they did was they said to Boeing, hey, if in one year this is not working out, we're going to give you back the airplanes and we owe you nothing additional on top of that or whatever their agreement was. He capped the biggest downside in that business by making this agreement. And so when you can go through your list of options, you might be able to identify that maybe a downside isn't as big of a downside, or maybe the downside is offset by then investing in another property that is different than it. Maybe that is complementary, that potentially offers a return when the market is this way versus when the market is the other way. So really important. We are going through this process on paper. We're getting clear on what we want, why we want it. We are outlining all the potential options. We're outlining all the upsides. We're working on mitigating those risks. And then we're evaluating which of these options is going to best deliver the goal, the outcome that we actually wanted. We go through this process where we can be a great decision maker. We can build this skill. What it does is it gives us massive amounts of power, confidence, and it builds our competence muscle, that skill of being decisive. So leaders are decisive. They make decisions quickly, and then they use the new information that they're working from to be able to make new decisions. We're always going to be in an environment where we don't have perfect certainty. We have to make decisions based on the information that we have at the moment that we have it in the way that it's presented to us. So it's absolutely critical for us to practice this strategy of making decisions on paper and working through a process of becoming better at decision making. I'd love for you guys to let me know down in the comments below, or if you're listening in your ears on podcast, jump over to Instagram or LinkedIn and let me know the answer to this question in the DMs. How has working through a decision-making process on paper impacted your life or business, or how has making decisions in your head impacted your life or business? I would love to know. I'm excited to check out some of those answers down below. And I want to remind you guys that it's totally normal for us to be reminded of things that we think we know. The question I always ask is, well, you might know it, but are you doing it? Are you doing it actively, continuously? Are you reminded of the importance of doing these actions and activities on a regular basis? If you're not, no sweat, no worries, no ego about it. We totally let go and we start again. And this is a great process to get clear. 
Use this to write down all of your goals about what you could potentially focus on for the next three to six months. Use this to evaluate your potential options of the million dollars or 500,000 or $100,000 that you have to invest. Go through a decision-making process on paper and understand how that's going to be a fit. It's great for deciding what vendors or partners or coaches you're going to bring into your life and what you'd be looking for from them and how they can help support you. It's phenomenal for deciding what's going to be important to your family. These skills are universal. This might be the investor mindset. We might be here to help you build a better life through real estate, to be able to invest both passively and actively, to inspire you to go out and do great things. But at the core, the whole reason we do this is so that you can live a better life. And one of the best ways to do that is to make decisions. So I ask you the question, what did you learn today and how can you apply this in your life right now? Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you being here. And as a reminder, if you've been listening to this episode and you like what we're talking about, please jump over to iTunes, hit that five-star review button and write up a written review. It may be surprising, but it really does help make a huge difference. It's one of the driving factors that allows us to get amazing big names on the show and helps iTunes let other people know that this is a podcast worth listening to. So thank you guys so much and we'll see you on the next episode. Well, thank you for joining for another incredible episode of The Investor Mindset. It's such a joy to be able to share these beliefs, these thoughts, these ways of living with each and every one of you guys because I just know the power that it can make. And for some of you, for the select few of those people who are truly committed to going after their goals, the people who really believe that there's another level from where they're operating right now, the people who are ready to make change happen rapidly. And even if you're somebody who is stuck, who knows what you need to do, you know exactly the strategy, but for some reason you're not doing it for those people, there's another option. There's another level that you can reach. And what I've noticed after coaching tons and tons of people through this process is that there's a simple formula. And when you can start to understand how to unlock those pieces within yourself, you'll start to feel more vibrant. You'll start to feel more energized. You'll start to make more money and you'll start to enjoy the process through and through. So if you're somebody who's in a position, you're ready to make change happen, you're ready to invest in yourself, you really believe that the best investment, the truest ROI is investing in yourself because it continues to give back over and over again, then I invite you to schedule a call, share a little bit about yourself and see how we might be able to help serve you with the investor mindset coaching. You can head right over to investormindset.com slash discovery, set up a call and if there's an opportunity to serve, I'll be right there with you. Thanks, and I look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.